You are listening to Concert Blast. Here are some clips from this show of Concert Blast. So we're hanging out in the green room uh, with Bo Bice and a lot of other media people. And Bo Bice is called Brian a hippie because he had a Bonnaroo shirt on. That's your hair way off. You're half a hippie. I'm like half the hippie I used to have. And he says, I'm going to get a buzz from uh, John Fogarty. I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, we just witnessed a wonderful set by Burns and Poe, or is it Poe and Poe? <laughs> You were trying to take all the credit with Burns and Burns. That is simply not true. I know. Just a minute, I need to kiss him. Uh, <laughs> I didn't finish it. from Chi Town having a blast with Concert Blast. Hey, I'm Caitlin. Hey, I'm Danielle. I'm Chelsea. We're the girls from New York, and you're listening to Concert Blast. Hi, I'm Kim. And I'm Michelle. And we're Burns and Bo. And you're listening to Concert Blast. Hey, this is Bo Bice, and you're listening to Concert Blast. Keep it real, people. Every day I find another way. Welcome to Concert Blast. This is Mike Arnold along with James Downing and Brian Hasbro. Tom's not with us right now. He's actually out of town. But what we're going to do is be bringing to you today the interviews from the CMA Festival. The CMA Festival overall is what we want to talk about first. Brian and James and I are going to discuss. Let's first of all, let's talk about what did you like the most or the surprise at the stadium shows? The thing that surprised me most was the fans. They're not just your regular run-of-the-mill fans. They're die-hard, dedicated people who love the artists and uh, the bands. They traveled, some of them, thousands of miles to be there, and it just really amazed me. And some uh, tens of thousands, I'm sure, because some of them, like Brian, met some people from Norway. Yeah, I mean, you meet people from not just across the country, but from across the world. And i got to say, I, I'm bumped into more people from Midwest and the central part of the nation than anywhere else. And I hardly bumped into anybody from the south. The guys in the south are too comfy. It's real close to you. You can get there anytime you need to. As far as the south goes, if it wasn't local, it wasn't. I didn't meet anybody from the south. Further south, I think, uh, was Indiana. And that's really not considered south. But from there, it went all the way to California, Southern California, Los Angeles. <laughs> and then it went from, from there up north. Uh, what was it? New York, New Jersey. We had Canada fans. I mean, there was uh, all kinds of fun people. closest I got was Iowa. Yeah. How about the stadium shows, Brian? Anything special to you? Well, aside from it being hotter than a firecracker like it normally is, it, it was extremely professionally run. The people are having a good time without being allowed to get totally out of control. I, I can't say I didn't see one person not having a good time there. 
what a lot of people don't realize is CMA Fest is like the whole downtown area. There are some free things. So if even if you came down to Nashville, you didn't have to go to the places where you had to pay money to see the acts. I mean, there are free stages in, down, in the downtown area on the streets and outside of our big arena down there. Well, yeah, what a lot of people don't realize that, you know, outside the Bridgestone Arena, which is on 4th Avenue, it's blocked all the way from 4th Avenue all the way down to the riverfront across the river and the stadium, the LP field where they hold all the shows in the evening. And all those, like, six city blocks, the only thing open to get across anywhere is the walkway across the, the river down there. And speaking of down there by the stadium, we started off Saturday and joined the Bo Bice Fan Club Party. Well, we're here, day number three, and I'm tired. CMA Fest in Nashville, Tennessee. First of all, we got in about 3 o'clock in the morning, Brian and I did, and now we're up at it, and it's 11 o'clock, 11.30 now, and uh, we're at the Bo Bice fan club party, and uh, James is here. Hello, James. Good morning. <laughs> James is out late, too. <laughs> Tell everybody where you went. I went to Chattanooga to see Cheryl Crow. We're going to have a blog about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so be looking for that. And Brian, are you awake? I'm at the limelight in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, I think. <laughs> yeah, Brian's awake. He knows where he is. That's all that's important. But Bo is about to come on stage to do a uh, acoustic performance for his fan club members, and there's a, somebody who's about to announce him, it looks like. And I'm sure Brian, James, or one of them will grab a few pictures. Then we're going to be talking to Bo for a few minutes after his set. We've been told that he's on voice rest. Not going to be very long with Bo, but we're going to have a good time, as you can't help it with him. He's a great guy. So stay tuned. Here comes the acoustic set for uh, Bo Bice. So now we see Bo Bice making his way to the stage right now uh, from the dressing room area. Oh, he's got his hair cut. Look at that, Brian. <laughs> it's not down his back anymore. You sound like you're announcing a PGA tournament. And no. Brian says I sound like I'm announcing a PGA tournament, and I have to agree with him. <laughs> oh, well, here we go with Bo Bice. He's making his way to the stage now. Here he comes. Hello, hello. He sounds as tired as we do. How are you doing? Thank y'all so much for being here. Very, very grateful for all my peeps that showed up. We love you guys so much. Thank y'all for coming out. We're going to play a little bit of music for you, and then we're going to get together with you, and uh, we're going to do some signing before we skedaddle on down. This is my band. It's 2010. We got a new album called Bo Bice 3. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to play something for you right now. We had a blast writing this one. It's called Keep On Rolling. So much for the acoustic set, but here's Bo Bice in a full band.
And we'll start off our interview series with Bo Bice. Hey guys, thank you so much all for coming out. Got the Bonnaroo love going on. Oh, freaking hippie. So we're hanging out in the green room uh, with Bo Bice and a lot of other media people. And Bo Bice is called Brian a hippie because he had a Bonnaroo shirt on. Cut your hair way off. You're half a hippie. I'm like half the hippie I used to be. Yep. That's a stone temple pilot. Son. Next year, I'm next year, clean shaven and a flat top. And he says, I'm going to get a buzz from uh, John Fogarty. I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, uh, I don't have you right here. We'll just. I'm not. <laughs> Guys with recorders, if you want to set on maybe this side. Uh, audio, audio on this side. One minute, just so their audio is not interrupted. Audio on this side, photographers on this side, and video in the middle should be good. Um, and we'll just do a round robin real quick and just ask whatever you guys need to. Well, what does an event like this mean for you? CMA Fest is, is awesome. You know, back when I started coming here when I was a kid, it was called Fanfare. You know, we've been coming here for a while, so I, I've loved it then. And for the past three years, I've actually had the opportunity. They, they give me badges and stuff to be able to get back stage. Do you guys get these too? They're great. You know, I can't believe they let me in this joint. You know what I mean? I yeah, we're trying to wonder about that ourselves. Yeah, I just stand around kind of waiting to see, oh, is somebody going to throw me out? No, <laughs> this is a great, great, and it's, it is, it's all about the fans. You know, it's, uh, it's great, as you saw out there. My fan club's here, but a lot of these folks have been here all week. They're at the outdoor challenge last, uh, or yesterday and different things. So it's, uh, it's all about them. What's important to you on this new album, the three? So, what's the your favorite? I think you know that's a, that's a hard toss. But I really like you take yourself with you. That's a single, yeah. um, but it's a story just about leaving home, you know, and kind of branching out on your own. And and I think everybody's been through that. It doesn't matter if you're you know guy or girl or eighteen branching out on your first uh, you know run to Bonnaroo or something, <laughs> you know, or um, or or you're just kind of coming back home after you're 35 and you're seeing your old house and somebody else is living in it. Wild Roses ought to be the next single. Okay? Yeah, I love that. So I wrote that with Daryl Burgess, and I have to say that Daryl, he had the idea for it, and I said, man, I don't know. I don't know if that kind of suits me. And when we started writing it, it was very much to me like a Van Morrison style, um, like the say. band, you yeah. know, style thing. And, and I love it. But I fell in love with it because I heard Daryl Burgess while we were writing it the way that he was singing it. I think if you listen to that, I kind of emulate him a little bit almost in that, too, in the style that I'm singing it. So it's uh, one of my favorite ones on there, too. Hey, you were talking about places where you used to live and stuff. And uh, we're from down south, Huntsville. Uh, Huntsville, you're all. Yeah, boys, yeah, man. we're way 31 in Huntsville. Yeah, so we had to come right. up here and give you some love. So talk a little bit for us, so for the folks down in Tennessee Valley, about uh, your transition up here to Nashville and what you're up to here in the next few months. 
Well, we've been out, uh, you know, doing press and stuff. I think a lot of you saw me dressed maybe in white on that little TV show when they, you know, <laughs> sent old Simon off. There. Yeah. But, uh, we, we had fun with that, and um, we've been out doing a lot of press, and we have this new CD out, three, that's uh, just come out a few weeks ago. And well, we're going to be out uh, listening on, on the radio. You know, keep an eye out for us and check out bobice.com. You know, see some tour dates and things like that we got coming up. How's the fest been going for you? I know you've been all around. You've been performing <laughs> here. You're performing later at the Bridge yeah. Zone. How's, how's this whole week for you getting around and get to spend some time with the fans and stuff? Well, there's like two weeks in this, or, or two or three weeks. There's CMAs, and then there's the CMA Fest, and there's Tim Pan South. And if you don't, like, prepare your sleep, for three weeks before those, you're not going to be ready for it. So I ate plenty of good, good healthy food and got some winks before uh, we started the week. Because as you see, we've been busy since uh, last Sunday, and we'll be busy till tomorrow. But uh, we love it. We get to hang out with people. I got to shoot in the bows and arrows and stuff, and, and, and play in the Sportsman Challenge yesterday. I'm riding a bull tomorrow. I mean, my redneck butt on a bull. Can you believe this? <laughs> that is but, awesome. Uh, no, so it's a great, it's a great time up here. Would you say that? Uh, one of the most important things about the CMA Festival is that it scores that there is this unique bond between country artists, country fans that isn't there in any other genre of music. I think, that, and it's ironic. I think that it's you look at retro music, which is like the classic rock, which is is probably the closest you're going to follow up after country in the actual longevity of an artist. You know, the fact that Led Zeppelin. And um, you know Leonard Skinner and all these other folks—they all have made uh, such a great living off of not just radio, but the fans. And I think that's where, if you're going to be successful in this business, you have to have you know longevity with your fans. You have to make sure that they're being treated the best, uh, because without them, the bus wheels don't roll. You know, there's no towns to play in, and uh, it gets kind of boring playing to empty rooms. I did that enough in my career. <laughs> Well, Bo, we've taken enough of your time. We know you got a very busy schedule today. Keep on rolling because it's a long way back to nowhere. <laughs> and we love you guys. Thank all y'all for coming out, man. Y'all are awesome. Is he fun or what? He is a hoot. <laughs> it's a hoot, as they say down here in the South. The hoot. He was uh, funny, super nice. I think he would have stayed there and talked to us all afternoon. If, yeah. If, yeah, if the publicist wasn't running him, he said, hey, he's got to have voice rest. He's got to go sign autographs. He's got to get ready for the outdoor big stage show later this afternoon. It doesn't matter. He liked me. I know that much. <laughs> he did like you, Brian. He liked us all. But he picked on Brian because he wore his Bonnaroo Music Festival T-shirt, as you heard just a while ago. But anyway, as we also want to emphasize is that there are a lot of free events at clubs. Now, this next set of interviews is the very first opening night, which was with uh, Burns and Poe, which is Keith Burns and Michelle Poe. And, and Michelle Poe. And Keith Burns came from Trick, Trick Pony. Pony. And so did Michelle, but she was just with them just a little bit, just a little while, while right before they broke up. Michelle's a whole lot better known for her work with Dirk Bentley and our longtime buddy, Hank Jr. Hank Williams Jr. She's the bass player for Hank Williams Jr., and she was for Dirk Bentley, too. She's also a, a very good harmony singer and i didn't realize that until i saw them together and we had a great conversation saw a set of theirs they did a couple cover songs did their own version of sunny and shares i got you babe and then they did minute works down under which i really enjoyed yeah that was fun and they were fun and then they also pulled out some old school country here's some clips from that
And now when they left the stage, we had a great time talking to Michelle Poe, Keith Burns, here's Burns and Poe. Well, we just witnessed a wonderful set by Burns and Poe, or is it Poe and Poe? <laughs> You were trying to take all the credit with Burns and Burns. That is simply not true. I know. Just a minute, I need to kiss him. Uh, <laughs> I didn't finish that. Listen, I wear I wear the pants in this duo, but she picks them out. Well, let, let me tell you something, Keith. No offense or anything, but you don't get any better than that. I'll Aww. guarantee you. That's true. You know. Well, hey, listen. We have fun. We go back and forth, but at the end of the day, we got each other's back. We're, she, there you she's go. she's my wing person. So you're a country music duo, but y'all were up there playing Sonny and Cher, and you were playing Men at Work. I love that. I love it. That's the thing. I mean, we love traditional country duets, and that's what we love to feed the audience with. But I mean, you love to throw something in there like a minute work, something that some that somebody doesn't expect, just yeah. completely unexpected. That's groovy that you can like rock out to. You guys normally incorporate that in your show? Just throw some songs out there that you like? Yeah. To be honest, you know, we just do what we want to do. Everybody, they're always afraid of, of. Well, heck, I don't want to do this. That's not what we are. Well, you know, what we do is we we have old tunes and new tunes and just whatever song we want to do we just make it ours that's the key that's the key to music you know and and that's what we do and you know Oh, yeah, he's talking about himself again. <laughs> absolutely, mate. I made absolutely no sense. Y'all have been very busy today, haven't you? Yeah, tell we're... About your, tell everybody about your schedule. Today only. Today alone? Yeah. Well, we... Uh, I forgot. <laughs> You've been going I blocked there. it out. I blocked it out. We did two shows. We did a bunch of interviews. We did um, about four um, booths that we signed autographs oh, and took pictures to. So, yeah. But we're leaving... I mean, today was our big day because we're going out of town tomorrow. We got the band on gigs and stuff. We gotta, we gotta pay our band, so we gotta, we gotta move on. Oh, but we did the whole fanfare thing. We did the fashion show. I'm gonna keep talking. Keep on. At the Wild Horse, the fashion show, which was my first fashion show, not his first. I was a nervous wreck. I had the dry heaves backstage. On a fashion show? Yeah. Well, I'd rather sing than walk it. <laughs> Although she walks it. She walks it very well, though. She, yeah, I bet she does. She wasn't nervous when she got out there, I'll tell you. <laughs> Who's the better golfer? Because I see you're doing some charity golf tournament here. Obviously, I'm the better golfer. <laughs> Obviously, I make the Bloody Marys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, actually, our event, we... Um, we did more of a riding around and just, you know, kind of kind of doing our thing. Uh, how did y'all join a band together? Uh, rehab. It was uh, <laughs> Now she uh, she auditioned for Trick Pony back when we were still Trick Pony and got the gig and then Ira decided he wanted to do his own thing and it just left just me as the last surviving member of Trick Pony. Lone Pony. Lone Pony, so her and I just started to write, and the next thing you know, it really, really clicked for us, and we're both at a point in our lives where we want to do the same type of music, we want to sing the same amount, we want to do the same type of show, and so it just naturally progressed into Burns and Poe, and I'm happy. So, first time we saw you, you were playing bass for Hank Williams Jr. You still doing that? Well, yeah. I mean, I, you you must not have known me long because I played for Steve Holy and uh, Dirk Bentley. I was going to say Dirk Bentley too, but yeah. I haven't seen them perform. Always go see Hank. It's been decades. Oh, has it? Don't remind me how old I am. <laughs> you can't be any older than us. Please. Don't how cold she is. Please. Are you buying the Botox or? 
What? You don't need no Botox. <laughs> I love your Sonny and Cher bit up there. Thank you. Now, who, who wrote the ending there? We both did. Did you really? As right. true as it gets. Well, speaking of writing, you've written for a lot of people. Yeah. Tell our audience. I've been very fortunate. I've been very lucky, you know, and, and to us, writing is not just a passion that we have. It, it's a job also. We go down to the office daily, and we write. We roll up our sleeves even on days when we don't have anything or don't feel the passion or don't feel like we're supposed to write, but we do it every day because you never know what might come out of it. It is a job. It's a full-time deal. So. Well, I'm going to have to brag on Keith for a minute because he does it naturally. I have to work at songwriting. It's something that he is just naturally good at and that's why I love writing with him. And you're always supposed to surround yourself with people that are better than you. And so as far as <clears throat> songwriting, he's way better than me. <laughs> but he comes to the stage, I guess that's why I grabbed you. <laughs> I mean, she won, she won the Trick Pony audition, right? As far as hair. When it comes to everything else, she's better than me. Except golf. <laughs> Except golf. Hey, y'all have a great time, and be safe on your travels, and be careful out there on the road. God bless you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Got born to ride, painted on his tank Throttle down so loud you can't think When he pass you by, he'll give you a wink As he's headed to the sunshine Now you can bet on this Don't get no better than that Running free and living in the USA I can guarantee it, baby, it's a fact Sometimes you got to get up and just get away You can bet on this Don't get no better than that is Michelle gorgeous or white, guys? She is. <laughs> <laughs> I would go see Hank Williams just to see her. <laughs> Hank Williams Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept telling Hank, get out of the way. I ain't trying to shoot you, man. Get out of the way. We always get requests from a lot of new artists. And uh, one of the new artists we went to go see, which was on Friday night at the Hard Rock Cafe, was a young lady who I think, and now remember this, guys, I believe this lady is going to be a superstar. I really do think so. She's got the looks, the talent, and her, her single out right now is just wonderful. Her name is Chelsea Field, and her video of... Things I should have said? Uh, yeah, it's a video produced by Jeff Johnson, who also ha uh, did some work with Keith Urban and Lady Antebellum. I tell you what, man, this is a great song. I'll be surprised if it doesn't hit top ten as far as the uh, Billboard charts go or as far as the radio airplay goes. Here's a clip of her current single. It up to you. It's driving me crazy. The things I should have said keep playing in my head like a radio. an interview we had with Chelsea Field. Here we are backstage at Cadillac Ranch and uh, about to take the stage is Chelsea Field. Hello, Chelsea. Hi, how are you? Thanks for coming. Well, I'll tell you what, we saw a dynamite show of yours uh, the other night at uh, Hard Rock Cafe stage. That was awesome. Yeah, I was so um, happy that they asked me to do it and getting to perform outside was amazing, even though it was felt like it was 100 degrees. But um, I well, felt, It was 100 degrees. It was. <laughs> I felt bad for all the fans, but um, yeah, we, we had a great time. But all the fans lined up for you yeah, afterwards. Yeah, And that's why we couldn't talk to you the other day, oh, but we 
thought that was a better thing, so we just left you alone. I won't complain about that, never. <laughs> so you got a big single here uh, on the radio, doing radio tours and all? Yeah, we're in the middle of our tour right now, and we took a little break to come out for um, CMA Music Fest. So we head back on Sunday right after my acoustic show. Oh, so okay. um, we're excited to get back on the road, though. Well, I noticed things I should have said, right? Things I should have said. You closed a set with that the other night, right? Yeah, I did. You know, and I'll, I'll do the same thing tonight. You know what we said about that? What? That's a superstar from that one song alone. Wow, thank you so much. That is a dynamite song. And thank you. everybody's got to listen to that song. Yeah. Then everybody's got to buy the album when it comes out this fall, right? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> if they like it. It wasn't just songs, the way you belted it out. It was it's just beautiful. It's, um, it's a high-energy song, fun song to sing, and I think everyone hopefully can relate to it. You know, it's about getting a fight with someone you love or care about, and your pride gets in the way, and you can't say, you know, baby, I'm sorry, I don't want to fight, or, you know, I love you, and you fight about it forever when you should have just said i'm sorry well, you know please answer this question truthfully is this from experience yeah i i mean i don't know if i still will say i'm sorry right away but yeah i've definitely had those fights where my pride's gotten away <laughs> <laughs> haven't we all huh? yes yes well i'm just wondering when when is the full-blown cd coming out for you um the cd is finished it's being mastered right now trey bruce produced but we're looking at fall so august september it kind of depends on you know the single and how it does and then and then we'll go from there but we just shot the video for the single so that's out on cmt right now and um yeah go check it out well uh, good luck to you in your career i know they're about to announce you to come on stage and you're up here down yeah. i gotta sprint down to get on stage don't break yourself no, down the stairs I'll, I'll take my heels off for that chelsea thank you so much for talking to us yeah thanks for having me all right pleasure we also talked to another lady by the name of Susan Hickman. She's from the Houston, Texas area. She's from a little east of Houston, and I got to tell you, she would have to help me with the pronunciation of that town. Uh, and she said it in the interview yep, here. She did. She did a set, and the bad thing about that set at Cadillac Ranch was the sound was, was not there like it was for the later performances like on the other days. Also, her band. Uh, her, her band was, and you could tell she was trying to get them on track they sound like a rental band it looked to me like they were trying to read off her music and everything like that it did not do justice to her singing right i mean she did a great job but she was also struggling a little bit with the band keeping them together they missed the mark a couple of times and when they missed the mark she would give them the eye and they'd get back on the mark but they were reading charts too yeah all the players were reading charts can't fault them too much where chelsea i believe she had her own band if they weren't her own band they sure they sure were good yeah okay so here's an interview with susan hickman we're backstage after watching a fabulous performance by susan hickman hello susan hey how are y'all uh, i'm good now hey, good now tell me you're from houston houston, houston texas yes just a, a, a town right outside of houston it's called humble but it's still basically considered houston mm -hmm. now i haven't looked on your website and there was a town mentioned that i could not pronounce okay the official town is called atascacita see and why i couldn't pronounce it it's an indian name it's it's, it's a very very old uh, part of town in uh um Back when we moved in there, like 15 years ago, it was nothing, and it is like huge now. So it is—it's crazy. Played around Nashville before? Or is this your first this time? This is my first time, oh. and it was unforgettable. I will never ever forget it at all. Was this your first performance for today? Yes. All right. Yes. You got any more lined up or anything? No, unfortunately, no. It's—it's it's back home tomorrow. Oh, so, are you? Yeah, we 
did we did radio tour stops all the way up here, and then we're back home for a little while, and then we have a big, huge show over in France in Crepone for the Country Rendezvous Festival. Tell us about that. How the, how'd you get that going? Oh, well, it, actually, um, Martha Martha Moore, my publicist, she uh, she pitched me for it, and um, they decided to give it to me. You know, little old me, and um, we're gonna go over there and have a blast. It, it's gonna be really cool. You'll do a great job. I know you will. You guys, your songs can be soulful, country soulful. I guess I could say it. I appreciate How that. How would you describe it? Um, I would say, I mean, I'm such a huge fan of music in general, so I have a lot of influences. So whenever whenever I sing, I kind of draw from different influences because I love, I just love music. I mean, and if I feel something a little bit more toward the rock side, then I'll kind of get more in that rock I mode. I notice you don't have a problem with I that know. either. <laughs> I like to kind of get crazy, well, but I, I, I noticed. And correct me if I'm wrong. You got a new CD coming out pretty yes. soon, right? When is that coming out? July 20th is the official release date. And the name of it is? It's Susan Hickman. You can't forget. That's it's self-titled. All right. Do you have a single on it? I do. It's uh, Hell Still Ain't Frozen Over. Right. This is the current single that we've got going out right now. It's doing awesome. So great. I mean, I couldn't ask for a better better single to have released. Um, it's climbing Music Row, getting great reviews from it, getting great airplay from it. I mean, we've got a ton of stations on supporting supporting it. It's wonderful. I'm not angry anymore. I don't hate love like that's more. I'm not up all night crying on my best friend's shoulder. No, I don't break into when I'm reminded of you. Every day I'm one step closer to closure. What kind of music do you listen to on your own? Well, I love Aerosmith. Ah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for Aerosmith. I probably have all of their CDs, their bootleg CDs. It, it's, it's sad, really. Um, I love Rolling Stones. I love Garth Brooks. I love Dolly. Miranda Lambert, she's, she's a favorite of mine. She's, she's beautiful, and she's so talented, and she's had an incredible year. So yes, you has. go, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you're going to have that incredible year next year, right? I hope so. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping so. If the, if the way things are going right now, I hope so. Yeah, when you leave France, you'll be having billboards everywhere, right? We'll see. We'll see. Now, is that part of a festival in France, or what is that? It's the Rendezvous Festival in Crepon, France. It's their it's their big music festival. They do it once a year. Um, it draws about thirty thousand people over three days, and um, that's it's, it's huge for them. It's a, in a very very small, quaint town in France, and um, I'm just really excited to be there. I've seen pictures, and I've heard so many great things. Now, have you ever been out of the country performing yet, or? I have. I have been to Germany, Switzerland, and Holland. We just got back from a European tour in March. So we were over there for two weeks and performed everywhere and had a really, really good time. We were at the Country Music Mesa for two days and performed two nights there. And uh, the people were wonderful. It was so cool to be able to see all the different cultures and, and get to see how they do over there. And country music to them over there is like bread and water. I mean, yeah. they, they can't live without it. It's really cool. You know, to see that hunger for, for music over there is really, really cool. They had an article in the paper here in Nashville about how many people are unknown here but are really famous over there that are local people here. I know. Yes. It's really kind of funny because we released the CD over there before we did, before we're doing it now, um, here in the States. Oh, like Because okay. the CD here comes out July 20th. We released it overseas in December, this this past December. Yeah. So And we've had several releases over there, you know. So you're going back to Texas? 
Texas for a few days to see. So you play in a bunch of neighborhood stuff. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We play all the time down there. Every single weekend. We don't really miss a weekend. So, so Houston, all yeah, that. The whole circuit. It's we, we like to stay stay around home and, and play there a lot. So. All right. Your choice. Who do you, would you like to tour with? Um, Miranda would be great. That's what I was with. thinking. And y'all would be a fit. Y'all would be a match. We would, we'd have fun. We're going to see her tonight. We'll talk to her about it. Yeah. Tell her I said hi. I saw, I saw her a couple months ago. and We, we had a great talk. We, we, we both have animal obsessions. So it's, oh, it's cool. Okay. So tell her Susan Hayman said right. hi. What made you decide to do Whipping Post? I'm an insanely huge fan of classic rock. And to be able to cover a song like that that's been that's meant so much to so many people i wanted to be able to do that that remake and, and put a country twist on it and show people i'm not just a pretty little princess and all that stuff so uh, yeah exactly and I, I can rock out and i can be just as mean as anybody else <laughs> susan hickman thank, thank you so you. much for taking the time out and oh, talking to us absolutely here. it was a blast sometimes i feel We had a great time at the CMA Fest. One thing I will say, the good thing from the stadium show, I would have to say Keith Urban's A Little Help for My Friends and the Joe Cocker style. Oh, that was beautiful. I had to. Ladies from Little Big Town were supplying backup, and boy, I'll tell you, they were belting it out. And they sounded good. Not only did they sound good, the band sounded good. They had a horn section, keyboards, and... They must have had 20 people on stage. Oh, it was, it was just incredible how many people they had on that stage and how good and tight the sound was. Another thing, how did you like the autograph sessions? I liked it. We just got there at the wrong time because a lot of I people weren't so. there. When I went Sunday, the uh, Taylor Swift 13-hour meet and greet, I was kind of disappointed in it because it made it sound like you were going to get to meet her but once you got there you found out you had to win a chance to meet her you had to text to a certain phone number and if you got a text message back you got to meet her and if you didn't you didn't but she did do i think it was four songs she did after the taylor swift show i went over to the nashville convention center and met mindy mccready who i wanted to meet the day before but there was a lot of people standing in line she was really nice and sweet looked really nice too she's come a long way and we're hoping she's going to do full circle and come back to the uh, great heights she was once at yeah i do too i really do she seemed to be very nice and she was very polite to us yes she was yeah and, and even when there's a lot of people in line she even stopped to wave at us mm-hmm. and, and take a picture and take a picture as we kept going and then she picked up with her fans again and she spent a lot of one-on-one time with her fans she seems like she knows what makes her and that's her fans and i wish every artist would do that. That's now, most of them in the country music area do mm, that. That's very important. Yeah, if they wouldn't buy anything from you, the artist wouldn't have a job. Right. <laughs> yeah, and rock genre needs to keep that well in mind. The other thing that I really liked on Saturday was the CMT Secret Concert Series oh, yeah. that was going on. And the secret location was at the Wild Horse Saloon. And the secret performers was a lot of them. Oh, yeah. I loved it. One of my biggest surprises, besides Chelsea Field, was Chris Jansen. As I said, he reminded me of like a Johnny Cash meets a young Springsteen. But a whole lot thinner. 
But he was energetic. He played that harmonica like crazy. He worked the crowd, too, didn't he? Oh, he worked the crowd. Great job. Before they introduced him, they said that the day before he had to be taken to the hospital because he was dehydrated. Oh, really? After seeing him perform, I can see why. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy, he's nonstop, very energetic guy. And uh, I would suggest anybody to check him out and his music out. Also, we had Randy Hauser, which was a surprise because Randy was on the main stage Saturday night, wasn't he? Yes, he was. And then what was so good about him is that he was singing songs like Southern Rock Style and then turn around and singing ballads. He said, I've hollered enough. Now it's time to sing one. Also on that bill was a favorite of everybody's, Rodney Atkins. And I had to look at him a couple of times and said, is that Rodney Atkins? Yeah. Is that, is Rodney Atkins. Because yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting him to be there. I, didn't, I had no clue that he was going to be there. And he looked like a, just a normal person with a ball cap on. It's yeah. kind of hard yep, to recognize Like your next-door neighbor or somebody. Yeah, yeah. Superman, please. 
They had two big main performers there at the end after Rodney, who came out. Gretchen Wilson. Gretchen Wilson, which is a big surprise for me and James, right? Oh, yeah. I enjoyed her quite a bit. Yeah, James went out and purchased their, her latest yeah, CD. I did. From her record company. Right. Called? Uh, Redneck Records. So she says, now I can perform the songs that I want to perform because I am the boss. I yeah, am the CEO. It's my record company. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She also uh, performed a very good set that Brian and I saw on Friday night late with electric set with a full band, full electric, and it was really good. Oh, but yeah. that night she was uh, acoustic on a stool that day, during the day. to leave to go interview Chelsea Field, but after we left and after Gretchen performed, we had another person to understand. Chris Young came out. Yes. Tom was talking about how good he liked Chris Young. Chris Young was on our show a couple of years ago, and he talked to us, and he was a lot of fun with a great sense of humor, too. We finished up the day with Bo Bice outside on the arena stage. Yeah. Outside the arena. They call it, it the plaza. Actually, the walkway or entryway into the front of the arena. Yeah. <laughs> but they put a full-blown stage setting there so you could be across the street and you could still see it. Bo was so much fun, and Tom had never met Bo, so I uh, walked up to Bo while he was talking to his fans and shook his hand, and he started laughing because I just interrupted him. And uh, he started laughing and uh, introduced him to Tom, and we all said hi to him. And he was talking about how much he liked us, didn't he? Yeah, he, he looked over at one of his security guys and said, You know those guys? Cool. <laughs> and we appreciate that, Bo, because we think you're just as cool. Not as cool, but almost. <laughs> oh, man. He's pretty close. <laughs> okay, yeah, he's close. But we had a great time with Bo Bice. We always do with him. He's just a lot of fun. He seemed like a guy we'd run around with. I look forward to next year's 2011 uh, CMA Fest. It'll be fun. And that I was... invite everybody to come down to Nashville. We had so many people talking about how nice and friendly the uh, the fans are here and the people are here in Nashville, and that's true. And I'm making a prediction of 75 degrees, only partly cloudy, and a nice cool breeze coming in the afternoon. I've lived in Nashville for 51 years, and that was the first time I'd attended. You're glad you did? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was great. And you could see yourself even purchasing a ticket if we didn't have the meeting. That's right. Much. That's right. I mean, it's that good, and it's, you get your money's worth. You get a lot of money's worth mm -hmm. when you buy a CMA Music Fest ticket. Oh, yeah. A lot of people don't realize a lot of the shows are perfectly free. You can just walk right in a place. Mm -hmm. So even if you didn't have the money to buy the, the ticket, you could still come to Nashville and, and enjoy downtown. Until next time, this is Mike signing off. This is James Downing. And this is Brian Hasbrook signing off for our buddy Tom Thompson, also who could, couldn't be with us this evening. All right. God bless you, and see you next time. Well, on our way back to the car, what we're going to do is give you an audio tour going down Broadway from the arena. 
down the street. Just so you hear all the different sounds that's in Nashville, Tennessee. It's the closest that we can bring to you, but it's awful cool because there's so much activities going on. So listen up. Enjoy.
I wanna <laughs> thank you for letting me be myself again. Bum ba bum bum. Bum 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 bum. I get the bow. <laughs> you get the low bow. How low can you go?